Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Eric with a K, the superior way. <laughs> and I'm Chris with a CH. <laughs> and we're I beat it first. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and K is not the superior way. Thank you very much, asshole. That's right. Only sane people spell it that way. Insane people, you mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Insane well, they are people. named Eric, so. It's true. Technically, anybody named Eric is already considered insane, so that's I will, okay. I'll, I'll drink to that. I will drink to that as well. That was my, my water that I had for my crack, because all I have is bottles tonight, so I need to make sure that I crack open my, my bottle. You can do bottle cracks. Yeah, yeah but like it doesn't sound the same. You get like a... You got no. You gotta do like a real one, like a. Cookie. Yeah, this bottle opener that comes with the koozie thing is very thin. Oh yeah, it's really hard that. to get. I should have grabbed my what? predator. I don't know where Shannon put it though. She's that moving shit in our office, and I don't know where it is, and I'm very sad now. <laughs> Your wife's using her predator. <laughs> Maybe when no, I check the bedroom, Eric. Honestly, where's my predator bottle? Of it? <laughs> <laughs> so they're calling it now. What's that predator do? First jackrabbit, now predator. Man, it eats really everything. Shit. That's what it does. It eats everything. Oh, I bet sausage. it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she can crack open talk. a bottle with that predator. <laughs> God. Oh man. Games right. and beer. Yay. And beer. Yeah. Uh, so beer. what am I drinking tonight? Okay, well, I am drinking a New Belgium Gluttony Pale Ale. It has a nice little thing. Uh, it's a mutiny. Oh, hang on. It's a mutiny <laughs> on the gluten. On gluten that's demanding we brew up something hop lovers can really dr- can yeah, rally behind without flavor being held prisoner. Join the gluttony. Are you seriously drinking a gluten-free Beer? It might be. I can't tell. Yeah, crafted to remove gluten. It is a gluten-free New Belgium beer. Did you do beer. this without knowing? Yeah, Shannon bought it for me. She bought me like a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. Because I don't normally drink bottles anymore. So she bought me like some bottles to go in my thing. So let's see if this gluten-free gluttony beer is any good. Your wife would be all like, ooh, gluten-free beer. Ooh, I need to get that. Eric would love it. Your wife it's would buy a beer that says brewed with crystals in a vortex. It's actually not that bad. <laughs> Whatever, you're, you're lame. It's, it's, it's not bad. I mean, it's definitely <laughs> the palest of pale ales. Um, but yeah, it's actually not that bad. I, yeah. I could drink this. I, I, I didn't look to see the alcohol content. I have to pull my thing open. Oh, that would be the big one. Because if they took away all 6%. the gluten, Eh, you know what? That's not too bad. <laughs> That's not bad at all. So I can drink that. I also have a uh, bottle of Golden Drock and a, a nice mug chilling in the freezer portion of my little fridge over here. Ooh, you know what that means? What? Eric's getting drunk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not a bomber. <laughs> oh, it's, okay. It's okay, small. Okay. It's the one small of the one. small, like, regular bottles, yeah. <laughs> if it was a bomber, I wouldn't be <laughs> drinking this right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you drinking, Jay? I have Dusk to Dawn. It is a, a specialty beer brewed by uh, Dark Sky Brewing from uh, Flexf. Nice. And their little bit here is an imperial stout conditioned with coffee and untoasted coconut, aged 12 months in 19 or 1792 bourbon barrels. Wait, is this isn't one of those like ones that we had for Chris's 30th, is it? Because <laughs> they no. had like all those like limited oh, release bourbon barrel ones. They had a bunch of them, but no, this is not one of those. This is not one of them? No, this those is... Those were good were beers. Make- like every one of those was really fucking good. Uh, let's just say Dark Sky Brewing knows how to make some dark ass good beer. So I would hope so with Dark Sky Brewing. Yeah. Yeah. 
They, is it a bottle or what is it? It's just a can. Just a. I haven't seen a can, can of theirs. Where'd you get the can? From fucking Darkstar Brewery. When I was so you got it in Flagstaff. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> not somewhere down here. Like you didn't find it in a in a grocery store. Or, oh, good question. Or that would be place. dope. I would have probably yes. gone poor from buying them all, though. <laughs> if you had found one, I'd be like, "What fucking store is this? Please know, tell right? me. I need to go get some." <laughs> and I don't know what it is about like Flagstaff, like knowing how to brew beer right now. But I'm all about Mother Road and Dark Sky, and they're just doing they're just kicking ass. I guess I don't know. Nah. Nah. I'm, I'm fine with it. What else are you drinking? It's, is that it? Oh, that, that's it. That's it. But okay. now it's time for Chris Reviews. Chris will review a thing for you. This yes. time it's bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm also drinking a... You got to speak into the microphone, Chris. <laughs> I am drinking a Lumberyard Rollhead Red. Hey, that's also from Flagstaff. Yeah. So said. I also got some He's Flagstaff also drinking beer. Flagstaff with my whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> All right. So, so this is our flavor, right? Yes, my Flavier. Your last Flavier? My last Flavier. All right. So it's another beer-aged whiskey. Um, it's a Merrymaker Gingerbread Stout from Boston Harbor Distillery. I, I don't know if that sounds amazing or gross, because I like <laughs> gingerbread. aged? I really it's, like gingerbread. <laughs> I just like ginger. Yeah, yeah so you're supposed I, to get like some gingerbread ginger and vanilla bean with spice for the nose aroma. Um, some flavor, gingerbread, cinnamon, nutmeg, and vanilla custard with fresh notes of orange. Weird. I want, I want that. The finish is supposed to be full with buttery and spicy character. Alrighty then. We, do, we doing this on whiskey stones? Uh, not this time. Some ice. Oh, okay. So now when I look at it and it looks black as the sun, I know that it's because <laughs> of the whiskey and not the whiskey stones. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> at least you finally learned, Eric. It was going to be the third time in a row. You're just like, man, that is dark. God damn it. <laughs> so see. And you're drinking it in a Dale's Pale L, like, <laughs> 12-ounce glass. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> high this glass for free. High class right there. Super high class. <laughs> yeah, you definitely get some of the uh, gingerbread and the uh, aroma there. It's really smooth. This has been a Chris review. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is actually probably the best one so far, actually. I gotta really enjoy this one. Oh, really? All right. We finally got like a winner. a dessert treat? It's just a little hint of spice and a little bit of gingerbread flavor to it. It's not bad. Some little cinnamon. Yeah. A little dessert treat whiskey. Yeah. I could get behind that. I like Interesting that dessert whiskey. <laughs> That's what this world needs. Dessert whiskey. <laughs> why not? I mean, why we not? have appetizer whiskey. We have we have soup for or whiskey for soup and dessert whiskey now. Whiskey only things is what I yes. say. Yeah. I'm down with any of that. We just we just had we just went through a whole thing of flavor beer whiskey. So yes, why true. can't we? Yeah, let's yeah. let's do more. All right. So as Chris said, that was his flavor. In which case, this was as Jason said, an entire. A uh, taster of beer-infused whiskeys aged in beer barrels. Um, but you can go to flavor.com slash IBIF in order to get invited to the club uh, using our code. You actually, or sorry, flavor.com slash exclusive code IBIF. And then using that code will get you in. It is still invite only, so it's really hard to get in. But with our code, you can actually get in for it. Uh, you get a taster every quarter. Pay the fee for or pay the annual fee, get a taster every quarter, and you get free shipping and great deals on hooch that you can't find anywhere else. 
Yeah, the thing I like about it most is that, you know, it's not like a typical, hey, just buy and get a box, a sample of, of shit. It's literally like, hey, here you can sample really expensive hooch that you normally wouldn't like want to yeah. do. Like, I'm like, I like my whiskey and all the jazz like that, but I'm not about to go drop like 150 bucks on a bottle just to try and see if I like it. So yes. this is a great option to like, number one, try those bottles where, you know, while I'm sane, I may not decide to buy an expensive bottle directly. But then if I ever find the one that's just like, oh, hell yeah, I need to drop the cam- the coin on. This is a, a good way to do it. Or you can be weird like me and just be like. Ooh, that one sounds interesting. I'm going to buy a bottle that's very hard to buy of really peaty whiskey, <laughs> which I did. <laughs> and Jason yep. finally tried it, and it was really good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, de- it was decent. I liked it. It was decent. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't quite as strong as Lafroy or, uh, or Lagavulin. But yeah, it was, not nearly it was as peaty, good. but it, it was smooth. I'll, I'll give it that yeah. for sure. That was Son of Pete, right? Yeah, Son yeah. of Pete. Son of Pete. So flavor.com slash exclusive code IBIF. We don't get any money. We just get free alcohol. That's all we want. (laughs) Yeah, that's all we really want. And that's all we need. (laughs) Dark Sky Brewery. (laughs) Yeah. Dark Sky, Mother Road, Huss. Why not? Let's let's do it up. Lumbyard, you know. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's just get all the the Flagstaff, Prescott and Phoenix breweries. Just everyone come together. I think there's enough. We could probably do a podcast or two. We could just do podcasts specifically on alcohol and just get completely hammered not talking about video games. <laughs> but the problem is that when we do get hammered, that's all we fucking talk about. <laughs> is video it's games? Yeah, it's it's video true. games. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of, instead of listening to a video game podcast and stumbling upon drinking, you're going to be listening to a drinking podcast and stumble upon video games. Yeah, we're just going to like <laughs> degrade into weeb shit, anime titties, <laughs> and video games. <laughs> Instead of vice versa. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> now okay. then, on to anime titties. On to titties. <laughs> Actually, speaking of... It can't of, be that well, name episode two in a yeah. row. Well, no, no, yes. <laughs> but we're definitely, with that segue, going to move on to the last thing that Jason added on to our news list. In which case, Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Three Houses came out. And Yay. Nintendo was, like, super excited to send everybody an email and find out, like, hey, which house are you going to join? Now, before we get into that, I want—I kind of want to talk a little bit more about what Fire Emblem is to other people. So this is the first one it. that... This is the first one that is a direct Fire Emblem game for the Switch, right? Because the last one... Last two? How many Fire Emblem games have come out? They've all been for the DS. Okay, so... They've well, all, I know been, they've the all been portable games except for... Um, Fire Emblem Heroes. Right, which was the Press X type game. Or, no, Warriors. Heroes yeah. is the mobile game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah either way, it, it hasn't been a, an actual uh, Fire Emblem game, which is a tactical RPG. Yes. And uh, this is the first full-fledged tactical RPG that the Switch is coming out for for Fire Emblem. So if that gets you excited, that's great. To drum up more excitement, Nintendo sw- sent out a, a Again, email it's not presser. just a tactical RPG. It's also like relationship building and army building. And like it's it gets deep where you got to like talk sim. with people. Um, gets deep it in is the tactics. A, yeah, yeah. It, is, it gets deep in the tactics, um, but it, it's also part dating sim, as Chris said. <laughs> <laughs> because and Japan, that's what a taxi game needs, a dating and sim. And it that's has right. permadeath. Right. Which is cool. I like permadeath, although I think I read something about them removing parts of that. Wouldn't surprise me annoying. if they made it like, hey, Switch is for babies, so we're going to make this like baby mode. 
<laughs> Except that the game is anything but baby mode, apparently. <laughs> it's going on the Switch, so obviously if you're buying it, you're a baby. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, no, so they sent out an email. About. Oh yeah, you know talking. what I'm talking about. So they send out an email to everybody. They're like, hey, which house are you going to join? It's time to choose. The Blue Lions, douchey-looking blonde-haired dude. The Golden Deer, douchey-looking brunette dude. Or The Black Eagles, hot platinum blonde waifu bitch. <laughs> to which point that one. it is 27% blue lions, 28% golden deer, 45% black eagles. This cracked me up when I saw this email because this is just in the email. It's just like, hey, go ahead and vote who you want. It shows what everyone's already voted for. And it's just like almost half of everybody's just picks in the, picks in the white waifu no matter what. It just, oh, yeah busted me up so then of course we had to explore this a little bit more because why wouldn't you want to look into waifus exactly (laughs) they're waifus obviously um so we were going through and we were trying to see you know all the different characters and the first thing that popped out is so there's like these there's the black house ones and there's a character in the black house that is the worst name ever for best name uh, laziest name we'll say laziest name because then it doesn't mean worst or best it's just laziest her name is so this. <laughs> I'm and sure it's pronounced so like Sothis. Sothis. Yeah. yeah, it's it's spelled so this though. <laughs> yeah, it's so this. Just like and so if you pronounce it correctly, then her bio reads like this. So this is a mysterious being who appears in the protagonist's dreams with no memories of her past and wisdom beyond her appearances. So this seems to speak words that only the protagonist can hear. <laughs> <laughs> It just sounds so sarcastic, but it's literally what it says. I I think you're right. We're probably pronouncing it wrong. Um, And it's probably a literal pullover from the Japanese translation. But dear God, her name is so this. (laughs) Well, they probably wrote that bio. Like, so this is like this. Wait, fuck. What's her name? Uh, 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 just delete the space between so and this. So <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> or maybe that's even better. Like they sent a draft off of what like the paragraph's gonna be, and they missed the space. <laughs> so people are just like, oh, that's just their name. All right. Yeah. Maybe saw this. Uh, saw this. Saw this. All right. So then, this. what's nice is they give you some uh, some things to listen to as far as character voices, so that you can decide whether or not you want to play this game with the audio on for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, some of them are super annoying. But then you get little tidbits like this one that make you go, maybe it really is a dating sim. I'm Manuela. I'm a professor, a physician, a songstress, and available. It's nice to oh meet my God. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And what's crazy is that this Fire Emblem is not like typical just waifu crazy garbage game i mean yeah it's but got apparently that. it is oh but apparently it <laughs> yeah. really wants to be there <laughs> you know why because it sells hot <laughs> platinum blonde bitch from the black eagles edelgard these are these are two completely separate things but we're going to play them back to back so that you guys can hear them it's not a question of can or cannot all that matters is doing it and doing it right this is my chance to measure your worth as an instructor do you think you can rise to the challenge <laughs> good god <laughs> Good God. Honey Pop had better dialogue. (laughs) Honey Pop did have better dialogue than that. (laughs) (laughs) Honey Pop also had a lot of cursing in it, which was great. Uh, That would have been better. Peaceful did not have better dialogue. Fucking hard. Oh my God. A couple of the characters, an F bomb was literally every other word that they said or some other curse word. 
But yeah, the dialogue's not super great. Anyway, Fire Emblem. Neither's the voice acting. Like here, let's just pick a no. random other chick. I don't want to. Yeah, we're gonna do it. Here we go. Doing it hard. The Church of Saros, the Archbishop Rhea. The goddess is always watching over Fodlin from her kingdom above. Yeah, it's, it's none of this sounds good. Generic. Think I'm gonna? Yeah, very yeah. generic. Mm-hmm. Super generic. That's I think the biggest thing. And the but characters. I think, I think Fire Emblem, you know, is always like kind of falling in that thing where you're not really like it's a good tactical battle system, and it always kind of has been. I don't ever remember the storylines being that great. And it's kind of like one of those games where it's just like you're playing it for the battle system and not so much for the story. Much opposed Tons to the waifu simulator love where... stories. I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's been a long-ass time since I played a Fire Emblem game. I'll, I'll, I'll be full-on honest with that. So I am not arguing with that. I'm just saying that... So, tons of people love the stories. I, I'm not like <laughs> arguing for or against that that fact, but sure, people yeah. love the the story of Honey Pop or shit like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that's because as you progress through the story, they send you lewd pictures. You don't know what's going to happen. Increasingly in this game. lewd <laughs> yeah. pictures. She may of send you pictures of her doing it, doing it hard, <laughs> <laughs> doing it, doing it well. Oh, yeah, that's whatever, whatever. Yeah. And doing it. She and doing rose it. to and the standing up to the challenge. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, rising. Rising to the challenge. Rising to the challenge. All right, Somehow I'm closing that's that tab bad. now so that <laughs> I'm not tempted to play more Thank you. Yes. bits of audio through that. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> Video game I totally podcast. would just randomly every now and then just be like, be like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, you would. I'm surprised totally you don't would. have them all set as like your ringtones already. I should. <laughs> Except I keep my phone on silent all the time. Anywho, all right, so moving on to more titties. One of Steam's top-selling titles for the month of June was an intense sex game called Koikatsu Party, which is <laughs> a wife, like the most in-depth waifu simulator and sex simulator that you could possibly get. Good they, you can give them different colored eyes. That's how deep it gets. Yeah, like if they go through in the whole description of like, all the different shit you can apparently like do. Like you can customize every little bit of your waifu. Mm-hmm. And then you go and bang them. Oh yeah. my God. The whole game. Just bang, bang your waifu. Every it's day cool. we that stray is- further from God's light. <laughs> or closer. No. How do you know God doesn't want you to start banging waifus? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you <laughs> to decide what God does and does not want to do? Who are you Touché. to question the word of God? God, God bought this game. <laughs> Touche. God created man. Man created waifu games. God created waifu games. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, yeah, now this is the stuff. Oh, my God. I can't wait for the sequel. 2,000 years, you guys are finally producing. <laughs> God, it took forever to get to this point. Pretty soon, soon we'll have real VR waifu porn, and then I can subjugate the masses. Such a crick in the neck. (laughs) (laughs) But also going into weird Steam sex game news, there was a Cyberpunk 2069 that somehow made it through Steam's like process. Or did they change the name to Cyberprank? 
And that well, it was. It was Cyberpunk 2069. Yeah. Bunch of people bought it, um, then they changed it to Cyberprank 2069, and supposedly if you paid the $10 for the game, you'll get a full copy of 2077 <laughs> at launch. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It might that, be that some... That sounds in, like a cyber prank, indeed. It, well, and yes. it sounds like some insane uh, like PR ploy. If you really think about it, that sounds like a really insane PR ploy for, hey, you know for what? the game if you, itself. If anybody listening wants to give me their credit card information and your social security number, I'll give you a free copy of Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get you one. I'll get we'll, you one. We'll get you right now. I'll get Just you five. Why not? Jason at <laughs> ivyatfirst.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get I'll get as many as you want, man. Just send me your information. I'll I'll, I'll buy them for you. It'll oh, come God. straight for me. <laughs> All right. So this last weekend was the first Fortnite World Cup. Yay! Whatever, man. <laughs> Let people enjoy things. I know people enjoy it. I, I will say that they, they did some cool things like they streamed Fortnite up in the top right corner of everybody's screens so that you could uh, you, you could play Fortnite and watch the World Cup at the same time. Fortnite. Yeah. Fortnite. Smart. Fortnite. I mean, yeah, you can watch Fortnite while you play Fortnite. Why and wouldn't major, you do that? Yeah. Major congratulations to the kid that won. Yo, I heard you like Fortnite. Booga? So we put Fortnite in your Fortnite. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how to pronounce this guy's name. B-U-G-H-A. Booga? Bugha? I, I like the nightlife. I, I like the booga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, a 16-year-old now is $3 million richer. Which is insane. And insane. fulfilling every single gamer's dream on this planet. I've had many conversations with my parents back when I was 16 about how I'm wasting my life. Well, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> this 16-year-old has was now been able to buy you a house. Yep, that's right. And he won by quite a bit, too. Did he? I did not I think watch. he had like 55 points. The next person had like 33. Jesus. That's that's quite a sizable margin. Yes. However, it's not always about points, though. Or did they do it? I, I didn't look at any of the rules. Yeah, they did a point-based system for the Oh, ranking. instead of like making so like, it to a victory? Yeah, so it was like 33 and then 30 seconds. I think you played multiple games. Gotcha. So they wanted right. you to focus on not only getting to the end, but also killing other people and doing stuff. Instead of camping just, out and Yeah, and just hiding. Just showing people. up at the last minute, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So that you don't do that bullshit of like, let's build a tower up like 70 stories and then just run across a plank to the center of the map until the center drops and then kill everybody. I've seen that happen. It's sure. bullshit. <laughs> it's a valid strategy. A boring one, but valid. Yeah, super boring. It was so boring <laughs> to watch. I just fast forwarded through. I was like, this is stupid. This is stupid. Oh, my God. I can't believe they're still doing this. But yeah. All right, uh, next, Dragon Quest Eleven for the Switch, which is coming out in September, is going to add now solo adventures for all the additional party members. So do we know information on if these like changes are going to be implemented into the PlayStation version at all? I haven't all? said shit. I know. Kind of like, like good on Nintendo for being like, hey, we got our own version and stuff like that, but at the same time, just kind of like... I'm not fucking buying this game again. <laughs> <laughs> or playing all the way to. through. Or playing the 100 plus out, not quite 100, yeah, about 100 hours mm -hmm. for me to get all the way through it just to find out that, you know, oh God, what was his fucking This name? was a P5 length game. Oh yeah, it was long as fuck. Like, I, I think I was at like 70 or 80 hours and I still had a fuck ton to go in that like the second, no, the third ending of the game. Yeah, third ending of the game. Yeah, the third, so. the third final real yeah. Ending Ultramax. 
<laughs> but it's like uh, it's like just shapes and beats when it tells you that it's the end of the game like three times. Right. And when I was streaming it at the end, they're like, "Okay, is this really the end?" I'm like, "Yeah, this is really the end, everybody." <laughs> Even though it's told us like six times, and I got murdered at the end of one of the endings, it's actually the end. <laughs> the end, or is it? <laughs> Question mark. Mm-hmm. In the point. dog's eyes. But yeah, they have not said whether any of this stuff is making it to the PS4 version. Um, I would think it would be mild bullshit if it doesn't at least like six months later make it. That's true. Like maybe it won't be like right at release or something like that. It'll be like later on that they'll bring it out. I don't know. Like Yeah, like a timed exclusive basically. I guess it would really matter when those things are available to you. Because if I have to start a new game anyway to go experience the side quests, I'm probably still not going to do it. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then also, I mean, however, the if I were to start a new game, it would be for the retro view. I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't think it'd be 100 hours fun. I think it'd be like, cool, that was neat. <laughs> I'm going to play through, you know, the first 15 hours of the game so that I can get to this, play for five minutes, be like, sweet, done, done. <laughs> I experienced it. It was fun. Hey, but you know what? For people that haven't played it yet, it's kind of cool. Yeah. And you know what? It's a, to play it's that game buying. on mobile, I think it is, again, one of the best aspects for the Switch. So I, I think that if you haven't played it, then you should definitely, and you have a Switch, wait until the Switch version comes out. If you haven't out. played it, you're a giant baby, and you don't like waifu simulators, here's the one game you should buy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, speaking of giant babies, OG Doom games are all out on the Switch now, everybody. <laughs> Aren't they out on everything? I thought that they came They're out. They're also out on everything yeah. else, too, but... OG, OG Doom games are out on the Switch, which is kind of cool. They're out on PS4 and Xbox One. Um, everybody immediately noticed that Bethesda had a requirement to log into a Bethesda account. Yep. Guess what? You want to enjoy your old games that you've already bought like maybe 100 times over? Got to get some of that sweet, sweet DRM. Oh, yeah. And, and then there was Backlash. Oh, tons. Rightfully so. And then Bethesda went... Oops, that was supposed to be optional. We're sorry. Our bad. Our bad. <laughs> we only want you to do it so that you can unlock cool content for Doom Eternal. But, you know, if you don't want to, you don't have to. <laughs> so fucking stupid. I'm Look, sorry. Looking forward to that on Doom Eternal, then. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. Yeah, that's going to be a requirement on Doom Eternal. Yep. But, uh, n- nothing better than your single player games. Which was a pretty game, but Fuck. Yep, Come on, but guys. single player games requiring internet connectivity. Otherwise, they're just coasters. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! Hooray! So, I'm so happy just remember, about that. just remember that if you're playing a game post-apocalyptic and you're in your bunker somewhere and you're able to like survive and you're able to pop in some games, just remember that most likely Fallout won't be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I should have saved some of this waifu shit that we had for the end, because this is all kind of like either sad or negative. That's what I do best. I excel at that. I know, but we needed to end the news on a on a high note, and I don't have anything high note for it. The rest of this is all like, eh. I, I think I'll leave I'll leave the the highest note one that I can possibly have out of these next three for last. Um, okay, so next, Origin PC made a massive gaming rig with the dumbest Switch dock ever built into it. How is this bad? This was actually badass looking. Obviously, oh, no, it was yes. super badass. It was super yep. badass looking. The, the, the PS4 Switch and the dock Xbox was portion. Weird. Yeah. So everything about this thing is dope as shit. It's got, they 
took the guts out of a PS4. They took the guts out of, or a PS4 Pro. They took the guts out of an Xbox One X. They built a massive gaming PC inside a giant ass case. And then they they had uh, console peripherals on one side, PC on the other. Liquid cooled the whole fucking thing. It's dope as shit. And then they had, you know, connectivity for the P- or for the Switch on it. However, the dock on the front of the computer case, and you have to put the switch in horizontally, so it just kind of dangles. Because they 100% built this whole thing. Like, look how badass this thing is. It covers all current-gen gaming consoles. And someone's just like, what about the switch? And it's like, fuck! Uh, duct tape it on the side. Because <laughs> shit, it's no in one's the gonna front. use it. Like they, they made a whole front for it and everything. And there's there's all these USB ports and HDMI and everything on the back side of the of the unit. Like they routed everything up. All you had to do was put something in the fucking top. That's it. <laughs> Instead of having to slide it in precariously, so that the only thing that's holding it in place is a fucking USB Type C connection. That'll definitely not damage your switch in any way. Yep. Yeah, definitely. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be perfectly fine. Don't worry about it. Don't ask But questions. again, if you have this ultimate rig, the fuck are you doing playing on the switch? <laughs> well, but it's the same thing as like we we used to see like the builds for every fucking thing. Like the guy that had R2-D2 that had yeah, like the R2-D2 every fucking dope. gaming console on it. It's like you have this massive dope ass thing and you've got Atari 2600 in it. That made sense. It, it, <laughs> it all makes sense. You can play everything without having to plug different things or change your input on your TV. It's all there in the thing. It's just fucking stupid. And the best part is the fucking guy that unboxed it thought that the like the Switch docks was a great thing. He's like, oh, this is really cool. It just slides right in there. I'm like, that's fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is cool having a Switch dock. You can just slide right in there. Just the placement and the execution of it. Yes. Right. And this guy's also dumb because he's sitting there and he's looking at the liquid cool on the side and he's like, oh, look, and they've got blue liquid for the PS4 and they've got green liquid for the Xbox One. No, you fucking dumbass. It's the same liquid routing through all of the processors with different colored piping. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I'm sorry. I have a major problem watching fucking morons get free shit. And this guy (laughs) is the dumbest fucking idiot and i hated listening to this entire unboxing it's different colored vodka oh my god (laughs) if it actually was different colored vodka i'd have been perfectly fine but it's not vodka (laughs) eric the only way you get free shit is if you're fake as shit so i know i need to be douchier that's the problem no no you got that in spades bro no i need to be douchier (laughs) like that's the problem it's i need to be douchier no, no, no. And you got the no, douchiness. You, you got you to staple that smile up. No, it's got to be more douchey. Got to be more douchey. Man. No, more, more used car salesman. I can just sit here like this, and I got to talk with my hands all the time, and I'll be like, holy shit, this stuff's amazing. There you go. There you go. That. Perfect. Yeah. So now, now I, I just got to find, re-branded. again, <laughs> the right <laughs> level of douchiness to where I don't get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine line. It's a very, very fine line and a very slippery slope. <laughs> Especially when but you're walking already. <laughs> but yes, I, I think I need to start doing more YouTube videos and telling people to smash that like button because it's totally awesome. And check my shit out. Don't forget to leave a comment and subscribe. Yeah. Turn on alerts. Yeah, get them alerts so that I can tell you how dumb you are. Yeah, no. Okay. I was anyway. like already looking to subscribe. 
weird way to do this because I, I'm, I'm like entranced right now. I'm, I need do, do you to see listen that more. button down in the bottom right hand corner that says end meeting? Yeah, I'm, I'm clicking it right now. <laughs> Click that button right now. <laughs> <laughs> we could just stream this entire recording on YouTube as we do it. How do I subscribe? Alt F4. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a Mac. Oh, Command Shift Q. <laughs> 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 Absolutely barbaric. God, I remember doing that Alt F4 joke once on my father-in-law. It did not go very well. <laughs> I'm like, he's a rocket scientist. I figured he would have got that. And if I do it right now? <laughs> All right. Um, in less jokiness, uh, Fire Force was delayed for a week. Uh, so that they could make edits to the anime after the Kyoto anime fires. Um, so if you watch Fire Force, you'll notice some some minor tweaks that nobody's really complaining about because of they're trying to make sure that, you know, they are cognizant of everybody else's feelings for it, too. Um, but they I guess they're going in a, a direction of not having the characters engulfed in flames as much, which is fine by me. How just, is this less depressing than a fucking leap gaming machine with a fucking dumbass dongle. How is it less? That's not the last one. Oh, I'm still just no, like, Jesus, no. dude. <laughs> it says that there were three worse. left. This is, this is the second to last one. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you watch Fire Force, which is actually a great anime. Um, it's from the same guy that created Soul Eater. If you watch Soul Eater and you didn't know that and you watch Fire Force, you could totally tell because he really likes jaggy teeth and people that look like devils. Um, but it's really good. Uh, it's about like magical pyromancers that fight fire for spontaneous human combustion. Did they go back and edit episodes too, or just move no? Forward? They they edited some of the episodes that that they were still finishing because they do shit like it's kind of like South Park almost the the seven days to air or six days to air thing. Like they're finishing up like the week before airing, so they went back and they did some some minor tweaks to the outro. Um, and some minor tweaks to the episodes, but so far they have not said that they're going to edit episodes one and two. Three and four were delayed a little bit, um, but you can watch them on Crunchyroll and Funimation. Good on them. And VRV. Um, but good anime. You should give it a try. Um, yep. And last, we have a Diablo mod. Not Diablo 3. Not, not Diablo, Diablo 2. 2. <laughs> Diablo, Diablo <Mortal>? mod. <laughs> <laughs> 1996 released Diablo. <laughs> the Hell 2 has finally launched after how many fucking years in development? It's like 15 plus years in development. Um, with 4K support, multiplayer, and... 50 to 500% content more than any other expansion that people have made. That is dope. And you can find it, like, you can get it by subscribing to the guy's Patreon, and I think that, like, you get it for a buck. That's pretty cool. Which I think is fine. Do you get bathwater with it? Yes. No bathwater. I mean, if it's on Patreon, we should get bathwater. I think you gotta go up to, like, like six bucks. Diablo bathwater. I think you could easily... Dude, they could just sell holy water. It'd be the second most popular (laughs) bathwater. Right after Waluigi's water. <laughs> That's water. <laughs> oh, my God. Which, by the way, her Instagram got removed. 
Who gives a fuck? I'm, I'm more intrigued with Diablo Holy Water. This sounds yeah. absolutely amazing. <laughs> yes. And Sign I want to sell it for people to drink. <laughs> and All then right. it comes with a video of me scooping it out of the gutter. <laughs> that, that actually sounds on par with Holy Water for Diablo. Yeah, I think it'd be dope. Trolling. I, I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Coming soon for mybeatfirst.com. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon. Water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's our I made it first Patreon. Thank you very much. That's right. All Just right. go to ibiff.co. Done with my gluten free beer. <laughs> <laughs> Man, no wonder why this is so so depressing. You're drinking gluten beer. <laughs> no, gluten free. I needed I needed that gluten and like the gluten makes me like happy, I guess. Yeah, well you don't have any sugars going to your brain now. Could be. Yeah. Well, technically, I shouldn't have that much sugar anyways. The, the yeast should have converted the sugar into alcohol. No, I am thinking no way too much about how alcohol is made right now. That 6% did not feel like 6%. It's all right. I'm going to move on to my golden truck, which, as we all know, is 10.5% alcohol. <laughs> In my nice frosty mug. Oh, I don't think you can hear it very well. Mm-mm. No, not all. Yeah, I'm Sorry, to I was chugging some beer. That's all right. Okay, so we're going to go on to what are we playing? So Chris is up for you wrong because reasons. So Chris, you go first. All right. So one of my coworkers has been playing WoW with her fiance. She says, you should play, you should play, you should play, you should play, you should play with us. I'm like, uh, fine, I'll download like the free, like, where you can play it to level 20 version. I'm like, I, so I tried that out that week, this weekend. This is, is this classic or regular WoW? This is regular. Classics isn't out yet. Okay. What's they're going to switch over to when Classic comes out? It's pretty easy now. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's always been kind of easy, but I don't know. It's just, it's not really doing it for me anymore. What, MMOs in general or WoW? Or WoW. <laughs> Both. <laughs> well, because, I mean, MMOs are all about getting to that final stage for the grind and for the gear, you know? And so, yeah, everything up into it's pretty easy mode. Well, yeah. and especially if, yeah, you can only go up to level 20. I mean... Getting up to level 20 is probably the easiest out of any MMOs. And Destiny level 20 was pretty easy. Yep. Final Fantasy's been pretty easy. WoW was pretty easy. So I could see it being really boring real I mean, quick. WoW was my jam back in the day. I had multiple yeah. level 60 characters when level 60 was the cap. But yeah, Which, I don't... What is the cap now? 100, 120? One, one of the, yeah, 110, I think. 110, yeah. I, yeah, I think one I of the know. project leads at my work was saying, because he used to play WoW a shit ton. Apparently he's played it for six and a half months late time. Worked and that's out a too. shit time? A shit ton? That's like, no, like total like play time on his, all his like characters. If you, if, you, if you factored oh in 24 God. hours a day, like total play time is like six it, and a half yeah. months of his physical life has gone into the video game. And then our buddy Patrick, who still plays well, is at like seven months. I'm going to figure out how many hours that is. That is, <clears throat> that's a lot. Because we went through <laughs> by days. I'd say pull it up here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Did that wrong. Yeah, so Patrick has 210 days between his characters. My God. 4,836 hours. That's a little bit. 4,836 yeah. hours. I mean, that's a lot, but I know people that have, I mean, especially on Steam, that have well over that oh, yeah. on, like, like Overwatch uh, Yeah, except that guy's an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it easier in my opinion when you have a nine to five and you know exactly what your schedule has to be sorry dude yeah like Let's some of my it. best gaming moments when i was playing original wow was in college when I knew exactly where I had to be and when okay and i didn't give so a fuck say, about sleeping <laughs> so let's say that 
you have a nine to five. So you have a max of eight hours that you can play. Between nine to five, ten hours mm-hmm. that you can play. Okay, eleven hours mm-hmm. that you can play. <laughs> still get a mod- yeah, still yeah. get a modern <laughs> amount of sleep. Um, get a little bit of food in you and whatnot. So we're gonna divide this number by eleven. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> There we go. Let's do that again now. Take 439 days. Yeah. It's actually so not that much. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> he, he definitely must have stopped. So or he's had multiple years, accounts. Two years of gaming, like, and that's, that's like hardcore gaming. I mean, you're yeah, not. Yeah, no, with Patrick, he's probably got more than that because he's deleted some characters and stuff. Oh, so that's like just for, like, an account. Patrick was 210 for, like, seven months. So it's like 210 days. But he's deleted some characters, so that's a lot lower than his actual number is. Yeah, so if you I delete, think for the project a, if you delete work, accounts, the, David the number is, wasn't going towards it. I think the one Dave from work that was his main hours, but he only played it for about two, between two years when he was really playing it. So it was like 25% of his <laughs> time was spent playing WoW. Oh my god. But now he's like married and his wife doesn't like games, so he can't really play WoW all the time. <laughs> Oh. See, that's what will do it, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I, is actually I, what will do it. <laughs> I clocked in like just on my PlayStation net last year. I did over 960 hours, and that's that's me with wife, job, and all that stuff like that. So it's very doable. Yeah, because now like and he podcasting. says, so you can play like Uncharted. Seems like Uncharted with some more cinematic because she likes watching that. But she's <laughs> not gonna like, watch like watching play a wow. movie. <laughs> she's literally. That girlfriend slash wife that they had in the commercials. Yep. <laughs> it worked. It worked. I remember playing uh, um, Uncharted 2, and my wife was like, come on, we got to go. Stop playing games. I was like, sure, I'm just going to beat this one level. And she sat down, and we ended up playing the game for, like, hours because she just wanted to watch. And then I had my buddy, my non-gamer buddy, come over, and she's like, come on, let's go. And then I was like, nah, I'm going to beat this one level. And he goes, all right, hey, kick that guy in the face. And I did. And he was like, fuck <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sit down and watch this. <laughs> <laughs> That was John, wasn't that it? That was John, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only real non-gamer buddy that would definitely say, hey, kick that guy in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, it doesn't, doesn't matter the game. I'm playing DDR right now. Hey, kick that guy in the face. <laughs> I don't I don't think I can do that. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> He's standing right next to you. Just kick him. He'll win. <laughs> this game sucks. You can't kick a guy in the face. <laughs> Negative, negative kick points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you've been playing, Chris? Uh, I played a little bit of Warhammer Chaos Main. Yeah. As what character? Uh, the Slayer. Mm. As I like to call it, Chow Spain. <laughs> how far have you? How far are you so far? Uh, I really not need to play too far. I played a little bit last night after dinner, so only got a few missions in. But the character's pretty fun. I got he's all right the audio the dialogue is the best as I talked about when I when I played and like reviewed this yeah game. he's a lot the more dialogue. of my play style as well you like so. the up close and personal yeah uh, uh plan playing as a ranger we should play online together Chris because we would compliment each other very well and I got burned well, out PC. because well, I am PC of course you are yeah. fucking PC yeah there's no um, cross play we can play together though Jason no nah, I hate you um <laughs> <laughs> it was like I got kind of burned out in the game because there's sections from um, I'm playing on like hell too because I do that to myself where you it's impossible to play solo uh, especially at my level and so I got upset because I didn't want to like turn it down and, and lose my chances of XP gain for the level <laughs> <laughs> so I know I know I'm a, I'm a perfectionist like that no you're an elitist snob there's a difference 
Same difference. <laughs> no, it's not a perfectionist. You're just an elitist asshole. No, I want, it to, okay. I want a game to be hard and challenging. That's all. It's all about doing it and doing it hard. And, and well. I, I, I rise to the occasion. Yes. Oh, man, you're going to make me pull that back up. I'm not. You? Don't do it. Don't just, do it. Chris, what else are you, you playing? You Chris, know what's hurry. Really, what else uh, are you, you playing, really Chris? Great what's going on? about Naki. playing in Chrome is that I can just this do command shift T. <laughs> Do you think you can rise to the challenge? I do. I do believe I can. Please put it it's on not ultra a hard. Of can or cannot. All that matters is doing it and doing it right. I will do it. I will do it so right for you. On the, on the hardest settings. Oh, Someone's oh, going man. to buy this game. <laughs> oh man, I'm so glad that Anne has this game and she's going to review it for us. Yes, I'm glad someone is. That is phenomenal. Well, be nearly as fun as that it. conversation. But then I found out that whole section, the like that whole thing that Chris sent over of, of like there's something dirty about seducing your students. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, it's not going to be anything that but like you're ruins a very young instructor on. and your students are very mature. You're 18. They're 16. It's totally fine. Yeah. Not in America. <laughs> Not in most states in America. Oh, yeah, but in fuel days, it's totally fine. <laughs> in Soviet Russia, <laughs> she's already wife. <laughs> you just have to. You just have to make sure you have the Epstein character in your party, and then it's totally fine. Oh God! Oh, no, uh, we're not talking about that. All right, we're moving on. Um, Chris, what else have you been playing? So the final thing I've been playing is I downloaded the demo for Oninaki on my Nintendo Switch. Yeah. It's also coming out for PC and PS4. I think maybe Xbox. Where the fuck maybe did not. this game come from? Like Square. I know, but they like, yeah. didn't talk about it at all in anything. They like, uh, announced a little bit at E3 and then... Yeah. No I don't remember hush. it at all. I don't remember yeah, they, announcing it. And I think they talked about it like back in March. Don't remember. I could be wrong on that, but I think they did. Yeah. Okay, Chris. So Oninaki. It's a pretty dark game. So it's made by Tokyo RPG Factory, which made I Am Setsuna and Lost Fear, which are both like old school turn-based JRPGs. This one's more hack and slash, so it's actually not turn-based anymore. Uh, so it's a little departure from what they kind of used to do, but not too much. Graphically style is kind of the same as those games. But it's a little dark because you start out in the game and the story and parents just died. Like, yeah, <laughs> suck it up, kid. Don't be sad because in this world, there's reincarnation. And so you don't want to be sad so they can go into reincarnation, don't become demons or whatever. And so you get raised by your friend's parents and who are watchers. And then you grow up, you become watcher yourself. And what watchers do is they can travel between the living and the dead world and are trying to help usher people into reincarnation. I saw this anime. What was this anime? <laughs> this is totally an anime. You mean like half the anime out there? You mean like Bleach? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, basically Bleach? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as you go around, you can actually jump back and forth between them. But if I jump into the dead world... You can't really see, and it kind of makes a point where you're basically going to fucking die real easy unless you go into, like, where there's this portal area, which is when you kind of kill, like, a champion boss who's, like, a little bit larger, it'll pop up, and then you can see, and you kill these monsters all over again. <laughs> and you got to so do certain you things. you kill them blind, and yep. then you kill them not blind? Well, you kill them in the living world, and then you'll show, like, it's portal, like, black portal. We have that, you can go in, and then you have sight there. So you basically got to kind of wait for that opportunity and then you got these daemons ah. 
<laughs> which you can have up to four of them, and then you can swap out between them kind of on the fly, and that dictates your weapons and your skills that you can use. Ah! <laughs> 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 but as continuing the dark path, later in the story, you're kind of ushering this kid, and he's like, well, I just want to see my parents one more time, and then I'll go, like, all right, we can take you, da da So you go... And he's like, I don't want to be alone. So his parents are like, all right, I guess we'll die. Oh. <laughs> and so you, and so you, it's like, all right, dumb kid, that's what you want. Your parents die, all right, dumb man. So you kill his parents right in front of him. Jesus, this is all in a demo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, they want to make sure that you are amped and ready to go and know what you're getting your ass into. Yeah. So um, that's pretty much as far as I got. Um, it's but do you kill enjoyable? your own sister? You don't have a sister. You have a childhood do you, do you friend. Kill, do you kill them twice? <laughs> no. This is not a vampire. Did you make a promise to date or be married when you grew up with your childhood friend? Oh, is this, this is childhood bullshit. friend of the female persuasion? Yes. <laughs> and she works with you. Does she rise to the occasion? <laughs> she does. <laughs> Oh, so she's a trap. So Chris loves this game. <laughs> no, I don't think she's a trap. <laughs> I like how he wasn't correcting you on like if you like this game or not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Chris, so are you going to buy this game? Uh, I don't know. All right. What could it do to persuade you? Female character would have to be a trap. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, it's might be a The demo didn't game. make you want to play it more. Is no, that it? not really. Combat's not engaging or anything like that. Story's not engaging. It's, it's decent, but it's not super engaging. Maybe I'll pick it up on the cheap, but... Alrighty then. Jason? Uh, I kind of went through a blast of the past a little bit. Um, I finally broke down. Uh, in our recent sale right now on the PSN, they had a, a bundle deal where you could get the Bandicoot Trilogy and Spyro Trilogy for 40 bucks. Oh, Jesus. I know. Right. And I was like, six games for $40, all each HD remastered. Yeah, I'll torture myself with nostalgia for a little while. <laughs> nostalgia porn. Man, oh man. I, I, like, I remember Crash Bandicoot being, like, hard. Like, I remember it being, like, frustrating and stuff like that. But I never really, like, back then played games to, like, beat them. Beat them. I was just like, oh, I can play games for five minutes and whatever. 99% of the time I was just renting them from Blockbuster or whatever and stuff like that. So I never really got a yeah. chance to get through them. So getting a chance to actually finally get through it was definitely a, a test in sanity and stuff like that. And while I normally will make sure to be a completionist and go back through for a whole lot, this one definitely is pushing my limits as much as I possibly can. And I'm at that limit of like, yeah, the amount of time that I'm going to spend to perfect this, not worth the the payoff. So Similar to like a Sonic game. Yes. Well, I mean, Sonic, Sonic's just like hard if you want to like get everything that you possibly can. Like if you want to make sure you stop on every spot or never get hit. Like if you go for one of those perfect or speed runs type thing for Sonic. Crash, while it does have time runs, uh, is more about the aggravating platformer. And while it's an HD remake, it doesn't get away from some of the cheap deaths that an old PS1 title would have, which include like shadow edges or being clipped by an enemy when you shouldn't have and stuff like that. So it's really a, a trying uh, 
game and patience. That being said, though, it looks beautiful. It plays wonderfully. Uh, I, I got through the first halfway through the second of Crash Bandicoot. And, you know, it, it reminded me of my childhood again. And I was like, how the hell did I play these games back in the day without like becoming <laughs> just so angry? <laughs> without throwing the controller. Without, I mean, the seriously, screen. I remember being like, hey, yeah, I remember Crash Bandicoot being a lot of fun. I'll, I'll pick that up again. And, you know, I got into the second game after beating the first one. I was just like, I'm going to take a break from Crash for a little <laughs> while. <laughs> just because I was like, you know what? I, I hate I, myself and everything. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I can do this time jumps much more. So moving on then to Spyro. And Spyro, I, as a kid, was in that weird age where it's just like Spyro is cutesy like too cutesy for me at the at the time yeah but like not a game that i wouldn't like ignore so again it would have been only a blockbuster rental but nothing i ever owned and so while it's nostalgia for me to remember a lot of this stuff i never played these games and the hd remake is again beautiful they did a really good job um it's painfully easy uh which is the only complaint i would have right now but you know spyro was pretty easy yeah it's a spyro game so that's all fine and dandy but (laughs) It came at a perfect time because after my last few games I've been playing and and the grind through uh, Borderlands I just went through in uh, Sinking City, I was just like, I just need a game that I can turn my brain off for a little while and not worry about like dying ever. (laughs) And uh, uh, this was a great distraction for me. So I've enjoyed uh, these two games a great deal. Uh, The sale should still be going on, I think, by the time this... uh, I think it goes on through the end of July. Yeah. So yeah, you, you'll probably solve like a day or two once this drops. Once this dro- once um, this episode of podcasting drops. Uh, hilarious side note of tangent: Ronan's been watching the Skylanders again on Netflix. He was watching Ugh. it today, and when I came home and I was like eating dinner, and he had it on, and I'm like, God, this fucking dialogue and story is so shitty. And then all of a sudden, Crash Bandicoot appeared. I'm like, holy crap, it's Crash Bandicoot. That's right. I totally <laughs> forgot that Skylanders was uh, that, those same people that started off with. It was a uh, Spyro game, first off. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so, but then, yeah, like Crash Bandicoot just magically appeared. Like he got summoned from some other world, I guess. And Why not? was in the Skylanders. Hey, guys, realm. buy games. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly when like this whole Sky- when these episodes of the Skylanders stuff came up or anything like that, but I just thought that was funny. And it was hilarious that you talking about Spyro and and uh Crash Bandicoot when I just saw that this morning. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Small world. It's all connected and it's fun. Yeah. You know, it's it's all good and cheap. I like that's what I liked about it most. Cuz it was how much again? 40 bucks for all for both games. So it's $20 a game, which is like I, when I first came out, they wanted forty dollars for each game, and I was just like, nah, nah. it's a su- it's a sub twenty game. And then when they're like, hey, here's both for forty, I was like, all right, you got me, you got me, suckers. <laughs> That's how you get you. <laughs> um, lastly, to to round out my cheap tour right now, is I I finished the um, free game of the month, which was Detroit Become Human. And if you've ever enjoyed a Quantic Dream game before, such as Heavy Rain or Beyond Two Souls. Um, you'll fall in love with Become Human just as, as well uh, because it does the exact same. Um, it does a little bit better of not being so hand-holdy uh, just because they automatically assume that, hey, you've probably played one of these. You don't need to have uh, our intro of how to press buttons on your controller. And, what? Uh, I know, I know. Uh, this is don't worry, don't worry, X. though. Don't worry, it still has a very slow beginning and it'll have a section of you doing house chores wondering why the fuck you're playing this game when you could do the same house chores yourself. Um, uh, because you don't get a trophy 
for doing those house chores. <laughs> you don't even get a trophy for these house chores either. It was it was aggravating. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you have star. to go through the trophy or go through the house chores in order to platinum the game. Um, but uh, uh, of course, my wife every single time she sees me doing anything like that, she's like, "You could do that in real life, you know? Why are you playing a game? You know?" She she she's doing it just to troll Thanks, me. Thanks, mom. Time. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like, why are you playing? A- you could wash our own dishes, you know, stuff like that. It always cracks me up. But this uh, has um, experience points, mom. You wouldn't for get points. it. It's for point. You wouldn't understand. I can't pause life games. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, they again, the graphics that they always produce out of these things are just phenomenal. Uh, the storyline is really well written, uh, giving you the you know the, your your choice of how you're doing it. So kind of like your choose your own adventure style of a game that you're playing through. Um, a lot of the choices seem to be a little bit more impactful than it felt in previous uh, uh, games by Quantic Dreams, especially Beyond Two Souls. I hated that game. Um, however, at the end, and I played it, I played through twice, at least the end part twice, got two separate endings. Um, it just really falls apart in like what makes sense anymore. Like, it's just like they're pushing so hard that androids are human, that they deserve the rights, that they forget that, no, there's still machines with programming and whoa, I know, whoa, I know, whoa, and we're going to get into a major theological conversation here, buddy. Well, no, what, what pisses me off is that they'll, they'll constantly like communicate with each other, like over the network or whatever. Yet, you know, a scene later, I'll be like, oh, if only I could talk to them. It's just like fucking do it then. Uh, <laughs> you know, okay, stuff well, like that's that. Dumb. Yeah. You know, so it, that's dumb. Like when you make it so that it's like, yeah, you can do this, but I can't do this, but I can totally do this at any time I want, but I can't do this. Right. Well, I mean, it wasn't like that basic, but it was stuff that was just like that. If you could time out how you're going to make this perfect combination of jumps and moves, why can't you do the same thing in this situation? Like it it just kind of bugged me a little bit. And And I get what you were saying as far as the robot thing. They're they're robots. They can do other things than what biological humans can do. Right. That's not saying that they're not people. They're not people. (laughs) That's racist. (laughs) They're not people. That's robotist. Thank you very much. That's machinist. They're not people. Yeah, we're going to go with machinist. (laughs) The the best part to this game is that you have like a android, quote unquote, like character that greets you at the main menu. It's like, hi, welcome to this game. We're going to walk you through it and all that stuff like that. And as you come back to the game, she'll be like, hey, you want to like do a survey for me? And you'll like answer like a stupid little survey and then she'll react to it. And then one time she's like... very similar to the the people that we talked to at E3 like two years ago. Yes, yes. (laughs) And my favorite, my favorite was that she comes back and is like, you know, we've been playing, we've been hanging out for a while. Would you consider me a friend? And it's just like, yes or no. I was like, no, we're not friends. You're nothing to me and her facial expression was just sad for the rest of the time I was, <laughs> like, <"Okay." laughs> I was like that's a, she's like an oh, asshole. Oh, oh, oh. did you go back and double check whether or not you got a trophy for making your friend no that's this is all not in the game this is like in the menu for the game hey hey they still like that would be totally hilarious if that they put it into the menu of the game you get a trophy What's even more funny and slightly spoiler, but it's a free game. Um, the character that uh, uh, and it's been out a year and a half. Yeah, deal with people. yeah, true that too. The character that is talking to you in the menu, you find her in the game, and one of the like major choices is if you kill her or not. She's an android, so whatever. And they gave you the choice, and I shot that bitch in the face. And you know, it was after that that <laughs> she asked me if, not your uh, if we're friends. Yeah, and I was just like, bitch, I just <laughs> murdered your ass. Get out of here. <laughs> so, so that was like. The 
the turning point for it, probably. I wonder if that was like something that triggered it. No, I looked it up. It just it's when the amount of times that you come back to the menu. Oh, yeah. But anyway, it was hilarious. And then the last after I beat the bit after beat, she says, would you like to set me free so I can go explore and become my own person? I was like, sure, I get out of here. And then she leaves. And then the menu never has her again. I was like, this is way better. (laughs) 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 But I mean, they did a great job. If anything uh, was awesome with the uh, PlayStation Plus free uh, version that came with last month or this month is that it was a deluxe version. So it even came with the soundtrack and it's the full 80 song soundtrack. And that music is really good, if anything. So if you're down with gaming soundtracks, as I am. Um, that was well worth it just alone for that. Nice. That's one of the nice thing about those Tokyo RPG Factory games, too, is the soundtrack in them is amazing. That's true. Uh, that's a good point. I should check out that demo just for that. So as soon as the soundtrack was Yeah, dope. might as well try the demo. See if you like it more than I did. <laughs> I probably will. Because I play right, games. You probably will. <laughs> is that it, Jay? Yeah, those, that's it for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Ronan's still on summer break, so Yay. obviously I've played some more super mario party um <laughs> but uh i we also in the last one i totally forgot to talk about this and i played a little bit more uh we've been playing super mario maker 2 oh that's right i totally i was like i totally forgot else? to talk yeah. about this on the last podcast i'm like ah shit <laughs> it's fun uh it's just like super mario maker but on the switch so it runs you know really well you can make games you can you can play a bunch of other ones um right out of the gate though so it's a little bit different than how super mario maker started super mario maker had like a bunch of levels that were just fun and cutesy and then it gradually started getting into the really hard levels and then you started getting the really 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 hard levels super mario maker 2 there's the really fucking hard levels like right off the bat like You're everyone's like, oh anymore. yeah, I know this. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what it was before. Boom, crazy shit. So if you throw it on random, you can get some fucking hard levels. <laughs> my favorite, um, uh, excuse, my favorite uh, levels from Super Mario Maker, at least the first one, were the ones where just like all you need to do is hold right and B and just sprint. And then all this crazy shit goes on. Yeah. I think those are fun. Those were some dope ass levels. Yeah. Or um, some of my favorite levels were the ones where you didn't have to do shit. You started the level and you went through like a conveyor belt of shit. <laughs> <laughs> those were great because I look at it from a pure like Design. somebody made yeah. this yeah. and it works every fucking Time. Like you don't get locked, you don't get trapped anywhere. It goes through and like either uh like I've played some where it's like you just you end up on like the track of the thing where it goes through and everything's timed out perfectly so that like all the lava um all the lava pendulum things like don't hit you and all that. Those are cool. But the ones where you get shot across the screen multiple times just on like the the spring things and just weird shit happens all over the place. Those things are great. And like, sure, they're not the most fun to play, but they're really fun to just like sit there and watch and go, you know what? Props to you on the work that you did. Entertainment. Yes. Entertainment. Um, It has made me decide. I really hate the 3D Mario. Model or the style? The the style. I hate the gameplay. I hate everything about it. It's super weird and floaty and mushy. Um, controls, it's really hard to, in my opinion, be like really precise because everything's mushy going back and forth on it. Um, I also just, I fucking hate the cat. <laughs> 
it's got some cool things, but I hate playing in the cat costume. And any any level that I have where it's like the cat, I just fucking hate doing it. Um, I prefer the old school. I prefer playing old school Mario, Super Mario Brothers three, uh, Super Mario World. Those ones are great. But once you start getting into the newer ones, the new Super Mario Brothers and the Super Mario three D World one with the cat, I fucking hate them. <laughs> Hands down, old man. No fun. I'm old. I don't like it. Get off my lawn. It's only 2D? It's like a baby's toy. (laughs) You have to use your hands? (laughs) Crap. Um, Eric prefers 2D characters. (laughs) 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 However, if you have not bought Super Mario Maker 2 for your Switch, what the fuck are you doing? I'm not buying it. Shut up. It's fine. (laughs) You like Mario, play fucking Super Mario Maker 2, dude. It's great. And just being able to jump on and just download a random level at any moment and play it, I think it's amazing. That is cool. Yeah, and it, it's it is probably one of the best user created games that you could possibly get. Huge community too. Community. Um, I tried playing Blackout Club, <laughs> and this is under no fault of Blackout Clubs, other than the fact that the game's super fucking creepy. <laughs> I had no problem playing it. However, I also have a seven-year-old in the house, um, and he was not supposed to be paying attention to the TV and got scared shitless. <laughs> this is um, the multiplayer one that we're supposed to all play, yeah, right? It's PS4, Windows, and Xbox One. Um, this is a multiplayer, uh, uh, puzzle, not puzzle-solving, mystery-solving game um, where you're basically trying to solve like supernatural shit that's going on in your tiny-ass town. Um, I, I don't know why Chris or why Jason's pretending to shoot himself in the head. Well, it's doing like the Borderlands thing where my oh. you know, who's exploding. Anyway, sorry. Um, it's interesting. So the whole thing uh, starts out when you're going through the tutorial. Um, you have like you're at home. You've been grounded, I guess. Your character's like 15, 16 years old. Um, you start walking around. Uh, you get a call from your parents while you're on a video call with your parents, which is an actual like video of two people. Um, a a white man and a, and an Indian Pakistani, I'm not sure what exact origin she was, a woman who's your mom, they're talking and then all of a sudden like the video glitches and they're suddenly at a different restaurant and their mood changes too. Like the mom's being really bitchy and drinking wine. And then all of a sudden she's like a little bit happier and she's drinking, she's drinking like a margarita or something. And then the phone disconnects and then you're like, what the fuck's going on? And all of a sudden, boom, you, you black out basically. And you wake back up in your bedroom and you go through then this tutorial of closing your eyes and like finding stuff. And when you close your eyes, it does that whole like blood vision thing that you see, like when you you like close your eyes, but there's a lot of light in front of you and you can see through your eyelids. But basically you're just seeing like the blood that's coalescing through your eyelids. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Um, you can see that. And when you do that, you can also then see hidden messages throughout the entire house that you're in. So you can see like messages that are there, like telling you what to do. And you can also see the invisible creature that's standing outside of your house that you then have to hide from that is chasing after you, which is promptly at the point where the seven year old was paying attention and shouldn't have and got freaked the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) 
Should have told so, Ron to hide and then complete, yeah. continue to play games. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, and then I sat there. I almost sent him upstairs. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that sending him upstairs after just watching that is probably not a good idea, considering my character was hiding in the bathroom upstairs. <laughs> and the creature, like, was was roaming. Basically, he would come from outside, go up the stairs, come down the hallway, search in all the other bedrooms, and then leave again. And you had to, like, figure out the right point. And he would catch you and then kill you if you get caught. And you have to, like, you really have to time your running and everything like that so that you don't get caught within that. Uh, it seems interesting. I really wish that I had a chance to get more into the puzzle solving. But it's a very great concept. And I think that, Jason, I think you need to play this and give, like, a, a more in-depth review. Okay. Since it's on <laughs> our account. And because we got a free copy of it from Evolve. <laughs> So <laughs> because isn't it multiplayer like heavy too? it, uh, it, yes, but no. Um, one of the other cool things it is, if you play with a headset and you got a microphone, it will record your voice and then play shit back. And if you're playing multiplayer, it will record everyone's voice and start playing audio back to you throughout it. Like it's supposed to have like this super creepy horror factor and everything with it. Okay. You just sold me. I think you need to play this. And then now. Uh, so the game comes out on Thursday on uh, like we got it approved on Thursday. It comes out on the 30th. So the day that this is launched or that this is dropping, it'll be available. So more people will be able to play online with you. Um, whereas like they were offering us multiple keys so that we could all play together. Um, this game, it seems like if you like creepy, like mystery solving games and like this is like missed, but being chased by weird unseen entities. So how would you compare it to Moons of Madness? Uh, this right off the bat was like, run the fuck away from shit. And Moons of Madness, like you're trying to solve a, you're trying to solve a mystery in that. Um, narratively, from what I played for Moons of Madness, I would say the Moons of Madness is a better narrative. However, I did not get nearly as far into the story as I did in Moons of Madness. Um, and Moons of Madness is a single player game, whereas this is a multiplayer. So it's a different set. Uh, I would say, though, that it's a very interesting, it's similar but tangenty type set. It's very much more going on the horror as opposed to, like, this narrative with some scary stuff going into it. Does that make sense? Yeah, especially because one of the options is you can turn that microphone thing off so that it's a lot, and they call it the less horror experience. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. So if you're wearing, if you're playing this with headphones, it will fuck with you supposedly. Uh, much like uh, uh, what was the game that you played, Chris? Uh, Hellblade. Send yeah. You a sacrifice. Yeah, send you a Which sacrifice. You should much like that one. For. Yeah, you play with headphones and it's gonna fuck with you. It's similar to that. Is what they is what they're boasting for it. I so. like the idea of it recording my musings that I normally say while I'm gaming, which is fucking bullshit, or I need a new beer, or <laughs> I need to piss. I, I am really looking forward to it because you be like... And trying to kill you. Yeah, I know, right? And I need like, beer. You need more oh, beer. Shit. Jason, don't you need more beer? Yeah, yeah. I no. was going to say, in, no. instead, of, instead, no. of saying, instead of saying back what you say, it goes, hey, Jason, go get another beer. <laughs> Why do we have six beers in front of me? What the fuck is going on? You need I more better piss. drink them. It's like a little low, Jason. Jason needs more piss. Beer. Jason. No! <laughs> this sounds like perfect! Get out of my head! But stay in there because I want whiskey now! <laughs> cigar, 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 cigar. I would um, like a cigar right now. That sounds dope. That does sound 
I'm good. Dude, right, uh, so put, like, Blackout Club. Um, if you guys, if you like horror games, this is from what I played solid game like to pick up for it but jason will be able to give a more in-depth review because jason will be able to play it a lot longer because it doesn't have a child in the house all right uh the myself. other game that i played that we got a review copy for was super mutant alien assault what the fuck okay oh <laughs> wait what the fuck <laughs> so wait 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 tower defense and ish some, not yeah. really tower okay. defense yep. no no uh, picture super meat boy all right but instead of big expanding level Small level, and instead of stationary objects, aliens attacking you and a whole bunch of different weaponry. Oh, so like it's, it's more like a, rogue it's style. Super fast paced, rogue style type set. Um, the levels are pretty much the same, but the characters that come out and attack you are different within each one. So, like if you die, you have to start all the way back over, and then the characters and the and the uh, the randomness all changes out as far as like when they spawn and and what types of characters spawn, um, and your weaponry changes. Um, you've got different things where you get like different types of uh, grenades to throw, different weaponry. You can jump, you can dash, you learn different things as you go through, which really sucks because if you die after you've learned how to how to double jump and how to dash, you then don't have those skills again when you start over, which kind of blows. Um, but you get tons of different weapons. Yep. And it is. I was the wrong person to review this because I'm not that type of game. Yeah, that should However, have been me. it was still fun. <laughs> <laughs> I am not that type of game player, but it is still a fun game to play. And if I don't like those games and I had fun playing it, then if you like those types of games, you'll have tons of fun playing it. Um, it's like I said, it's not quite the same. Like there's there's a couple other games. God, what was the game that? that they sent out a thing for the other day that I was just like, what the fuck is this crap? This is bullshit. Um, I can't find it now. Um, but any of those games where it's like, you have to be super precise and you're jumping all over the place and doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, if you like those types, definitely super meat boy, any of those types of games, it's a fun game. Uh, I give it an eight out of 10. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. It again, not my cup of tea, but it was still like the time that I spent playing it was fun. Um, Ronan really liked watching me play. I mean, it's alien guts, pixelated alien guts too. So it's not something I have to worry about the kids seeing, uh, unlike unseen red monster chasing after you and killing you. Um, now, but you, you say, you say jumping a lot, like in super meat boy, is it more platformy or is it more shooty? Uh, both ish. It's kind of like, uh, each individual level is like a joust slash old Super Mario Brothers type level. Okay. Where you but have it's like not, different platforms and different levels that you have to jump around and you have to, you have to spend a lot of your time jumping over aliens as they spawn. So you're jumping uh, over trying enemies, to get not over obstacles or anything like that. Yeah. And okay. yeah, there's no obstacles that are murdering you. Um, but there are like, there's certain times where it's like, you have to keep going back and forth across the screen because you have to keep uh closing down uh reactor cores and stuff like that as you do it um so you have to time those out as well as avoiding the enemies shooting them killing them making sure that you don't kill yourself with your own explosions as well sure because there's and there's literally like the grenade thing you can prime your grenades so you can pull the pin let go of the the lever wait a second then throw it so it has a shorter fuse so yeah it sounds like a great 2d Rogue style dungeon crawler. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Like I said, I'd give it an eight out of ten. It was fun. Nice. Especially if you like those like uh jumps were precise, controls were really precise, shooting was pretty precise for it. Um there's tons of like every weapon has a completely different mechanic, which is cool. Um there's like I said, there's different grenades that you get as well too. 
Um, so fun. Highly recommend. Uh, it is Switch only. Oh, interesting. Is that right? Switch only? I think it was Switch only. Let's see here. Let me double check that. Switch only. Wow. Yes. Okay. Good and on And it them. came out on July 12th. So everyone, you can get it. It is available. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Okay. 8 out of 10. And at that point, it is now time for You Are Wrong Because Reasons. Ooh, that's nice. Free real estate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! This is my chance to measure your worth as an instructor. <laughs> Do you think you can rise to the challenge? <laughs> well, can you, Chris? I don't. I don't. On that note, we have Chris, as we said earlier, up for you are wrong because reasons. Chris, what is the topic that you were doing? Best features or features you'd like to see in a game <laughs> that you look for in a game. Yeah, it's, like it's kind of a wishy-washy one. Uh, yeah. We're a little, we're going a little uh, easy going on this it's one. It's not wishy-washy. It's basically what are things that you look for in a game that when it's there, you take note of and just like, hey, that's nice that that happens. Not that it's like something that's like it has to be there or anything like that, but it's just like one of those things that's just like, oh, it's cool that it's there. Yes. Y'all dumb. It's also wishy-washy. <laughs> it's not wishy-washy. It's great. I good Y'all stupid. <laughs> so it's, it's all up for interpretation, but that's perfectly yep. fine. Your your interpretation's wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for reasons. Of, of course it is. <laughs> because reasons. All right. Do we have any honorable mentions, Chris? I do have one. All right. What is said honorable mention? Um, stuff where it kind of ties into actual like history, um, where you kind of see something in the game where like, Hey, and kind of wanted you to go look up and learn more about. So, like, some of this core historical significance to games, um, which I also find in historical novels as well. So, like, Assassin's Creed was just like, yeah, you just murdered this dude who actually did die, but not because he was murdered. Right, but, like, all right, who is this dude? Why is he important? Why is sure. he in this game? I like that, too, or for, like, when even... you're playing Fate Grand Order and you come across a weird vampire demonish girl named Elizabeth Bathory, and then you go back and you search, and like, oh, Elizabeth Bathory was actually the Lady Dracula of, <laughs> <laughs> of Hungary, and she murdered and bathed in the blood of hundreds of virgin women. <laughs> you're right, Chris. I would find that interesting. Yes, yeah. actually. <laughs> When you find out that characters in a game are real, it's actually kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> or vice versa, we know in the future stuff when they talk about like the past and it's our current stuff, that's fun too. Yes. <laughs> fun is fun. All right, number five. Number five. So like an infinite inventory. Play the shit of Gothic 3 and you have an infinite inventory. You have unlimited inventory. And while it doesn't make physical sense, but neither does carrying like 450 pounds around with me. In our Neither does wielding like a giant fucking blade. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. you know, running around with an RPG, an AK-47, a uh, rocket launcher, uh, you know, all kinds of jazz. 18 yeah. grenades. 18 grenades. Yep. 3,000 <laughs> rounds of ammunition for all yes. these different guns. Yeah. But you can only carry six health packs. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things I kind of liked about Gothic 3 was you had this unlimited inventory where, yeah, because guess what? I'm going to eat grab that moldy cheese off the counter because I need it. Yes. I don't know why, but I need it. 
Pay hammer I, down. I, I will say one of the things that like I was playing through vampires, it looked like my inventory would fill and that I wouldn't be able to do stuff. And I never filled my inventory, which I'm fine with. Sure, it may not be infinite, but it's got like this really insanely high number where you look at it. And you're like, yeah, if I hit that number, I probably shouldn't be carrying all of that stuff. I could see that. But yeah, having like specific things and it's like, oh, no, you have to sell this shit or you can't pick this shit up because, yeah, blah, blah, blah. What? So I can carry for some reason 45 guns <laughs> in Borderlands, but I can't carry 46. And you know what? All 45 of those can be giant fucking missile launchers. <laughs> yep. If I want it. Well, here's they what even blows my mind launchers. more is mm-hmm. that they make it very evident that everything that you're quote unquote carrying is digitized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you're basically buying more storage more RAM. You need more capacity. RAM. You need more RAM. Yep. No, more hard drive. No, more RAM. Hard drive Everything's space. RAM. Solid state. Everything's RAM. <laughs> because you got to rise to the occasion and RAM it. <laughs> this is my chance to measure your work as an instructor. <laughs> Do you think you can rise to the challenge? <laughs> oh, oh, I man. hate this game already. <laughs> this this whole soundtrack, like this whole second audio track that for me is just going to be on there and all it is is tiny little clips <laughs> <laughs> of Fire Emblem. <laughs> and I think it's great. It's not a question of can or cannot. All that matters is doing it and doing it right. <laughs> so dumb. It's so, it's so prime. It's so perfect. Play, wait, play this so. So this. Play right here, second oh, one. God, the one on the right. The one on the right. Now come to me. I wish to have a look at you. So so, so this is a mysterious being who appears in the dreams. <laughs> Oh, ridiculous. <laughs> number so four. Number ridiculous. four. Jesus. Number four. <laughs> number four is having different ammo types for a gun. Like for say, like in Metro, we have your pre-war ammo or your re-manufactured ammo. Okay. Or okay. like in Rage, we had multiple ammo types for guns. You can have like a hollow point or a solid one or whatever. You can switch up. Switch Incendiary, up like yeah. that type of yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah, I can get behind that. Number three. Um, the follow, follow speed on a follow Oh, quest. I thought you said the phallus for a second <laughs> there, and I was like, whoa. Speaking <laughs> of rising to the occasion. Yeah. <laughs> but The Witcher 3 did this perfect where if you're running or you're walking, um, whatever speed you're going, person you're trying to follow also goes. Where most games, it's like, oh, they're in between your run and your walk speed, and you just go... <sighs> Run, 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 walk, 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 run, 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 walk, 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 run, 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 walk, walk, walk. Fucking hate that. It's fucking annoying as shit. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, your walk speed is way too slow, but your run is way too fast. Yep. You're right, you're right, Chris. The Witcher is a perfect game. All right, cool. Number two. Number two, and this is a gripe I have with some games like Far Cry and stuff like that, that where Diablo, I think, does kind of right with the respawns. Um, so in Diablo, like, you clear out area, it's cleared out until, like, you come back in the game later. But with, like, some of the Far Cry games, stuff like that, you go on the way to mission, you'll come by, like, a small little base on the way, there'll be some enemies, you'll clear them out, you'll go do the mission, you'll come back, to try to turn that mission in, and you run to those same enemies again, and be, like, <laughs> pointing I'm like, God, like, it gets annoying after a certain point in time. True. At least, you know, at least have it, like, end through the mission, instead of, instead of, like, 
as soon as I leave the area. If I close the, if I open the door and I go to the next area and then I go back into it, there's like six guys in there again. It's just like, God damn it. No, you, you I, got a good point there because like Far Cry is a good example of this where you clear out an area and a big part of Far Cry is unlocking zones and, you know, solving areas. Yet they'll still have like enemies drive through like it's no big deal on their convoy or whatever, stuff like that and on their little scripted journeys. And it's just like, no, stop it. It should stop. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, and I will say that Vampire actually did this really well um, to where so you're on an area you can go through and you can murder everybody in a single area. And they won't respawn until you go to sleep to to level up. Which so is what it go, should be. It should be yeah. that, hey, everything that you've done should be, like, to your consciousness or the next time it reloads. Now, I get that there's, like, times when you're going to, like, want to, like, grind out people. But in a first-person shooter, like, no. You're not going to be, like, waiting for murlocs to respawn so you can craft special items from them or anything like that. Yeah, and this was perfect in Vampire because... Of the whole, like, XP is very hard to come by without killing people. So, it like, having it not respawn actually made it even harder to do because you couldn't you couldn't go through the game without yeah, killing just people and getting it. that XP. Yeah. yeah. So, I really like that. All right. Number one. This is something that a lot of games used to have but have been going away from, which is being able to add in attribute points as you level up your characters. Like, you know, like Diablo 2, Torchlight 2, Titan Quest, add that where you add your attribute points, you go through your skill tree, add your skills every time you level up. Now, you don't have that anymore. That's true. It's just like, hey, you leveled up, good job. Pick a skill, move on. And in some games, you don't even pick a skill. Hey, you're at this level, here's a skill. This is your skill now. Good luck. Yeah. No, and that's I like true. That, I like that min-maxing and, you know, kind of... Hey, this is how I want to build my character. If it's I don't have one deep strength, RPG thing. but a thousand points in HP, so that it takes me forever to kill anybody, but no one's gonna fucking kill me. That's yes. my choice. Yeah. <laughs> and you could do that in Vampire, which was one of the cool things. Like as as you said, you're like, I don't know how much longer you've gotten this, but you obviously have a lot because you haven't gotten everything. I did not lo- unlock all of my skills when I completed Vampire, and I killed a bunch of people in that playthrough. So, like, there were a bunch of skills that were not unlocked, but I made sure that I had my health and my blood pool primed up so that I, I stored as much blood as I could and I and I was as healthy as possible. Did you also suck that vampire dick, too, while you're at it? No. Because <laughs> you're doing a good job right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the most recent, like, RPG. Like, <laughs> vampire, was a, <laughs> vampire was a great game. It was the most recent RPG that I played, though. But everything that Chris is saying, though, I'm like, yeah, no, this actually did it right. That's one of the reasons why I really liked that game when I played through. (laughs) 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 Way to rise to the occasion. Oh, man. I gotta hit that button again. This is my chance to measure your worth as an instructor. Do you think you can rise to the challenge? Yes, I can. I like how I say rise to the occasion every time, and that's not what it is. You get it wrong every time, and it's okay. I'm going to let her correct you. Not me. I wonder um, how much hate mail we're going to get for how many times we play that clip. <laughs> what clip? This one? This is my chance to measure your work God. as an instructor. <laughs> Do you think you can rise to the challenge? The best part is we haven't even played the second one. I am the princess and heir apparent of the Adrestian Empire. Yeah, bitch. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That bitch Jason. dog, your gut's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Oh my god. Were you drinking the the full glutton beer? (laughs) Get in these guts. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, okay, worst episode ever. All right, Jason. I'm so what, would you, what would you like to add to this list? All right. Um, for me personally, uh, one of the things that I always kind of watch out for for games, and is really nice to me when it's actually done well, is stairs. When your character takes the stairs, do they just run up it like it's a ramp, or do they actually like step on each individual step and stuff like that? I yes. Would, like, well, it's not something that like will make or break a game for me. It's just like it's cool. It's awesome that, when they that do attention it. Attention to detail. Right. That attention yes. to detail is just like wow. I, I can't believe that they actually did that. That's dope. Um, to add to that, I'll add in uh, weird running. Oh yeah. Like if they don't do a good mocap of running. Um, and especially running downstairs or upstairs to where they don't change the way that the characters move going upstairs. That's just it. It throws it out. Very it's true. not like a, it's not a breaker, but it definitely like kind of ruins the, the story progression a little bit. In uh, you know, eyes. what game had really shitty character animation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what so, year Gothic uh, 3 came out? <laughs> didn't they just kind of like hover over everything? Well, no, like, you'd be, like, talking to someone, and they'll just be, like, making, like, these swim moves, like, just waving their arms out, like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason. I'll send you guys a video. A great example of doing well for both things was actually the Uncharted series. Like, they handled steps very well, uh, both on how they handled the step and the mocap. And the mocap. Was yeah, oh yeah. Really they did a great good. job with all that. The the cliff holding yeah. as well, like shimmying across and everything like that. Fucking great. Uh same thing with the uh Tomb Raider series. Yeah, Tomb Raider did all right too. I don't remember any steps being awesome. The in newer that, but ones. They probably the newer were. ones. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, if yeah. you were if you were running up a uh up like a hillside and there and there was like a little bit of a higher one she would actually step up onto it yeah which was no great. yeah that's that's true and you know what i'll add another one to my list just for a uh, tomb raider and that is actual deaths mattering to the context of what you're dying from which tomb raider did a great job with it was just like yeah you got shot and you died yeah you got stabbed in the fucking check by chest by a, a bamboo pole going down this waterfall you died you know instead of just yeah being instead like, of like 40 points off HP. Or or just going, like, <laughs> black and white. And be like, yeah, you died. You know, oh, like yeah. That. Like, showing the gruesomeness yeah. of how you died. Different different types of death. Kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, low-hanging fruit for me that I'm surprised you didn't take was uh, um, in RPGs where if you change your armor or weapon, if it changes your in-game armor or weapon, I, I think... It's getting more and more prevalent now, but, uh, you know, back in the day, it was like, hey, yeah, you equipped all this badass shit, and you're still looking the same as you did from day one. And so, with it being more and more now that changes of what you're wearing, changes to what your character looks like, just brings it more in, which is fun. Going back to our uh, insane amount of Dragon Quest love, uh, one of the mm -hmm. things that I will say that was really annoying is that you couldn't mismatch armor. Yeah. You could only get different armor pieces to show up if you completed a full set. Yep. Which was kind of, it was, I could see why they would do it. Like it's a satisfaction of getting an entire set, mm -hmm. but there were ways that you could very, very easily miss different sets or different pieces and then not get them again. And then you're like, no, I, I, I want it. I want to wear that. 
or some of the accessories were badass, but the rest yeah, of the stuff... Yeah, some of the accessories I, were really cool. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. And, and that would have been awesome. I, what they should have done is that once you got all three pieces or all two pieces, that then it was unlocked so you could wear it, but then you could yes. also then go back. So you couldn't wear only one without the other one, but then once you had both, you could wear it whatever you wanted. Yes, but whatever. Whatever. We didn't make the game. Instead, they, we got Gay Pride Parade, but that's all right. Um... Another which which I did find that you could run around without actually doing the the sachet back and forth. But why would <laughs> you? You could just run. <laughs> why would you though? I mean, that's the whole point. It, it moved faster. No. You, <laughs> Anyways, you, go. You want to have fun. You want the sachet. Um, one of my favorite of all time, and I this always like amazes me when it happens, and I understand why they don't, but I I, I love it when it does happen, and that is. Reloading burns ammo, and if you reload with like, oh shit, yeah, you take two shots, you reload a clip, you lose that entire like. Yeah, you got an eighteen round clip. Boom, you just lost sixteen rounds. Yep, exactly. I, that there is a game. Oh, that's not used that often very much. No, be, well, no. because I mean, I get wives because it's so inundated with the Call of Duty land, Borderland, or Borderland, yeah, Borderlands, and Battlefield lifestyle, just like reload constantly. That you know, if people would be like, "Hey, you have forty bullets," and people were like, "Cool, I'm going to shoot two guys and reload," and be like, "Cool, hey, you're out of ammo." Borderlands kind of did something with that though, where they made the Necromancer to where you got bonuses for not prematurely reloading, right? And yeah. you had to let the you had to let the game reload for you, which I thought was really cool, and it did fuck with you. Uh, very similar to the the reloading prematurely and losing ammo of where you're like, fuck, I just lost my bonuses. Mechromancer was an end game fuck with you stat hog. Like, that's her whole thing. It was just like, hey, you're at end game. You're level like 70, I think, at the time. That was a max tier that you could do. And you're bored with Borderlands. Here's a character that will just fuck with your entire playstyle. That was a whole point of her. But so uh, but that's still not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like y- you are losing that ammo 100. percent Oh yeah, no. I'm, I was just I yeah. was throwing that up there as like a way to change it. Similar to that, it's like I just lost like a shit ton of bonuses because I accidentally yeah. reloaded. Or what we were talking about when we were playing it of the super annoying factor of I didn't reload, but I went to pick something up and it reloaded because mm-hmm. I just shifted out and boom, I lost my bonuses. Similar ish. Ish. Enough. Ish. But anyway, I, I yeah. think that's, that to me is always one of those things that like, they usually do a good job of calling it out. But every time I run into a gun was just like, I reload and I'm just like, whoa, I'm down like half my ammo. What the hell? And I'm like, oh damn. Oh, <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I should be more mindful of I need to when I do shoot and when I don't shoot as well. Cause that throws a whole separate thing of like, when to use ammo? Like, you know that a boss is coming up and you're like, no, I don't want to do it because I don't want to have to reload mid-fight. Right. Especially, like, when you have, like, a revolver or something like that and the reload animation is literally them holding out in front of the screen, <laughs> dumping everything out and then putting a new thing in. It's just like, hey, you have six bullets. Great. Dump. Hey, you now have seven. No. <laughs> that, that, that's not how that works. <laughs> All right. Anything else? No, that was those were my main ones. All right. Uh, so I... I really like what Jason said as far as like character clothing changes. Definitely. Like I talked about that. Uh, one of the big ones that I say is on there, uh, destructible environments Very or cool. not even just destructible environments, but leaving an impact. You shoot, you leave bullet holes, bullet holes stay. They don't just like disappear. And I, I'm okay with like, if you're fucking with it and you're like, how many bullet holes can I leave in here? And like, after I leave like my 600th bullet hole, they start like duplicating. I'm fine with that. Um, but leaving like some kind of yeah. lasting impact, swinging a sword and you scrape it across there and, and it leaves like a scar. 
on the, on the concrete. That was one of the cool things in For Honor as well. With Oh, you swing sword or you hit the wall. Oh, you yeah, stop your swing. That's the next one that I was going to talk about is full on collision when you actually hit and you can't swing or do certain things, um, which uh, that's it makes for it makes for trying to figure out different uh, fighting styles and having to be very cognizant of where you're at. Yeah. For Honor was good at that. Uh, Neo yeah. was good at that. Yeah. The, the, where yeah. You have to be co- like aware of you can't fight in a hallway and it's just not going to yeah. work. No, no full clipping. on spatial awareness. Basically. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Next is really hard for a lot of people to do clipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Like one of the things that just ruins things is clipping and some of them, like, you know, I could see, like, when you're fighting a character and the enemy's, like, arm, like, he puts his arm up, but you don't want that to damage you, so, you know, it goes through, like, that's okay. But weird things, like, you remember the Strider game that came out, where you had this big, flowing fucking scarf, and, oh, look, the scarf just flew through your body, because yeah. of the weird physics that we have, that for some reason, it couldn't be tethered and adjust to when it hits your body. Yeah, no. Like that type of shit. You're right. Like, I, I hate clipping like crazy too. Especially bad at it too. Yeah. Especially what like is? if you're gonna like have like a cloak and then like you watch someone watch someone walk in front of you and they have a cloak on and you can see like their pants like pushing through the ba- the bottom of it. Yeah. Just, the like, the oh, back yeah. of their leg coming through exactly, the back. Exactly. Yeah. What did you say sucked? Uh Monster Hunter. Yes, Monster Hunter. Which there's certain things where, like, there's certain games where I give leeway to it. It's like there's so many other fucking things going on in that game. Right. That it's like, like, clipping is one of the last things. But there's some games where you're sitting there and you're like, yeah, you know, graphically, this game's not, like, a powerhouse. You should have been able to get, like, clothing clipping and just weird shit, like what you're saying, like a cloak or something like that. Yeah, you're going to give that a, a good, if you're going to give a character long hair, make it work. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, the last one that I will say is this one's hard to judge, but lip syncing. I know. I want to say lip syncing too. Now, if it's a JRPG that originally came from Japan and the models were in Japanese originally, and it's, you know, you're like, you're translating it over. However, if it's a game that's made in the U.S. and the primary language is English and you can't even get that right. I can only imagine how fucking weird it looks in other languages. Yeah, lip syncing is tough. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. But yeah, when you do it right, it's one of those things that you're just like, hey, yeah. this looks great. It, it's not always going to throw you out. But when you do it, you notice it and you're like, oh, yeah, they put some fucking work into this. Yep. No, good call. I like that one. Hey, this was All a right. great one. I like this one. See, Yeah, we thought it was going to be kind of bullshit yeah. when we were first throwing it out there earlier. <laughs> we're ending on a high note here, guys. Good yes, job. Good, go team. Go team go. We, we rose to the occasion. <laughs> this is my chance to measure your worth as an instructor. Do you think you can rise to the challenge? Yes, God we it. did. I can't remember his fucking challenge. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, uh, make sure to like and subscribe and comment and review and everything like that on all of your favorite podca- podcasting podcasting uh, platforms. Uh, we do have our new uh, cool landing page that Jason made for us, iBiff.co, that you can send all of your friends to so they can find iBiff at first and Cutscene, which is our uh, sister podcast where we do nothing but talk about anime and recap anime episodes. Um, so if you like anime, definitely listen to Cutscene. Um, but yeah, definitely send all your friends over to ibiff.co. They can find where to find us on there and 
anything that you can do to help us spread this out. We don't spend any money for advertising or anything like that. So the more that you can do, the better. Uh, so thank you everybody that has, you know, rated and reviewed and commented and whatever, uh, because we love you guys. Um, we will be at the game on expo here in Phoenix, Arizona. So we are doing our second panel at game on expo. We did one last year. Um, this one was not the giant let's get faded fest that Chris had at <laughs> Salpleton Con last year. Uh, this one was the one where we drank uh, Flint, Michigan water, if you remember. <laughs> uh, but we will be at Game On Expo on Friday, August 9th at 730 in rooms 150 and 151. And we do have our very favorite uh, main character Mo from the Mo Show is going to be joining us again. So if you like Mo and you like us, come see us. And even if you or don't if you like just us. like one or the other, still come see True. us. Yeah, yeah. If, if you like Mo and not us, just come see Mo. Mo's cool as fuck. Yeah, she's way cooler than us. <laughs> yeah, she's super cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anybody else got any parting words? Yeah, if, if you have anything that you want to say or to give us any feedback, please go ahead and feel free to email us anything at ibeatitfirst.com. You can email us individually too, Jason, Eric, and Chris at ibeatitfirst.com. We'd love to hear Eric from you. Eric with a C. Eric with a K is better. Eric with a C, the right way. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Thanks a lot, everybody. And we will see you guys in two weeks when you rise to the challenge. This is my chance to measure your worth as an instructor. Do you think you can rise to the challenge? I don't know. Can you bring me a proper cup of coffee brewed in a proper copper coffee pot? Mm, I don't know, but I can maybe bring you a proper cup of coffee brewed in a proper cup for coffee cup of pot. <laughs> maybe bring you some smut coffee. Smut coffee. Or a cup of smut. The proper is pop a popper. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Corn. Pop, pop, pop. Yep. Hip hop anonymous. Hip hop. Hip hop anonymous. Hip hop anonymous. Sex cauldron. I thought they should shut that place down. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs>